it's a really positive place. It, it feels very different than Instagram or Twitter or, you know, the legacy social platforms. It happens in seconds and you also get to keep 99.9% of it, right? 99% of it. There's little tiny uh, routing fees or whatever, transaction fees. It's so negligible that you actually, like this is the only platform that actually gives you all of the earnings that you deserve. Like you earned this money. Uh, if my picture of my little dog gets me a hundred thousand sats, then what is, you know, what is Kylie Jenner's post gonna be, right? How many sats is that gonna earn? As soon as I say that you can earn money and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to engage in like adult content at all, then that's when everyone's eyes light up. They're like, wait a second, you can, just, what do you mean? And so then I show them zapping and it's very clear, you know, what, what just happened there, right? I love the idea that you could send Bitcoin to people in uh, like in a text message format, right? I loved that. And I onboarded so many people, so many of my friends uh, using Sphinx Chat because it was so easy for them to see the value of receiving money in a chat. Welcome to another episode of Stacking Sats, my new series devoted to sharing the stories of real people using Bitcoin products and services to stack sats. Today's episode features Brianna Hankawa-Destries, the organizer of TabConf, BitDevs LA, and previously the chief of staff at Lightning Labs and NOAA, as well as a Nostra creator who has stacked over 1 million sats for the content she has created on Nostra. Before we get into today's show, just a quick shout out. This episode is sponsored by Voltage. Voltage is the premier provider of Bitcoin and Lightning Node infrastructure. Today's episode is also sponsored by Stackwork. Stackwork is a lightning-powered transcription tool that takes the best of AI and humans to create better, faster, less expensive transcripts. You can learn more about Voltage and Stackwork by clicking the links in the show notes. Brianna, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining me. Excited to learn more about how you've been stacking sats on Noster. Uh, but before we do that, let's talk about your background. I want to hear more about your life prior to Bitcoin. Awesome. Will do. And Kevin, thank you for having me on the show. I think it's super important for people to, uh, you know, understand and find out all of the different ways they can earn Bitcoin online uh, very easily and like with just very little effort. So this is a great show and I'm really happy to be a part of it. Um, so <laughs> backtracking to before Bitcoin, I was uh, getting my BA in legal studies from UC Berkeley. And at the time, I was very passionate about uh, civil rights litigation, very passionate about changing the world as we all are in college. Um, and, you know, at the time I was reading tons of philosophy and uh, political theory and economic theory, and I uh, was just kind of deep diving into all of that stuff. Uh, in the meantime, all of my friends were developers. So uh, they, at one point, I think this was in 2016 or something, 2015, they started talking about Bitcoin. And I just thought it was the funniest, like, first of all, it was a funny name, Bitcoin. I just had no idea what that was and what it had to do with and why, you know, it mattered to me. Uh, and my, my friends just kind of looked at me like, oh, it's too complicated right now. Like you wouldn't understand uh, what this is. You're not technical, you know, and you just don't get it. Don't buy any because 
you know, it's it's too much of a hassle to to store it safely and don't keep it on an exchange. That's what everyone told me. <clears throat> um, and so I really hated that everyone said that it was too hard for me to learn about. And so then I went and obviously learned everything about it. Um, and funnily, funnily enough, it became my career. So I, I think it's a it's a nice little spin there. Um, but Bitcoin actually derailed a lot of my plans. Uh, you know, I didn't end up going to law school. I was studying for the LSATs. So I was like ready to apply and everything. Uh, and then I actually got an amazing opportunity to work for Elizabeth Stark at Lightning Labs. And that kind of changed my whole thing. Um, before doing that, I, I worked in architecture and I was, you know, <laughs> I was like running a architectural studio where we were designing commercial office spaces for tech companies. Um, so giant, you know, multi hundred million dollar projects. Uh, I had helped incubate a, a creative agency startup in the Bay Area, and that was like a physical concept space sort of situation. Um, and I had done that kind of all through college and everything. So I've done a bunch of different things. I even worked at a publishing company in London. Um, I've just like always loved exploring new concepts and topics, right? Uh, but Bitcoin is the one thing that really stuck with me because it wasn't just a cool technology. It was a way to empower people around the world with a money that wasn't that isn't controlled by anyone or anything. And, you know, I've always been really passionate about human rights and civil rights and just like being a person on this planet and being allowed to use, you know, all of the resources that that make it possible to live. Right. So money is one of those things that should be a lot easier to use and it's just not uh, and you know bitcoin really appealed to me because of that but the problem when i first discovered bitcoin was that it couldn't scale like i couldn't use it as a payment method that was like actually efficient it took me two weeks to get my bitcoin into my cold storage from coinbase you know when i first bought it and i was like this is really scary and i hate it uh then i you know, then Lightning came around and my first intro to Lightning was with Sphinx Chat, which is funny because Sphinx Chat is like a social networking tool, right? Um, and I love the idea that you could send Bitcoin to people in uh, like in a text message format, right? I loved that. And I onboarded so many people, so many of my friends uh, using Sphinx Chat because it was so easy for them to see the value of receiving money in a chat. Uh, and that was kind of, you know, that blew my mind. And I was like, I need to dive in. I need to go all in and I need to work in this industry. This is it. So. Very cool. You've been, you've been doing all sorts of different projects. I, I had no idea. This is really cool. Um, I want to learn more about how you discovered Noster because you, you, you went through first discovering Bitcoin, diving down the rabbit hole, learning about it. Then you met up with Elizabeth Stark at Lightning Labs getting into Lightning, testing out Sphinx. What about Noster? How did that come to be? A Noster, I actually learned about um, through my partner, Andre Neves, who is, uh, he's the CTO and co-founder of Zebedee. And, you know, for a the past couple of years, uh, NBD, which is the open source arm at Zebedee, they've been developing Noster, right? So it's been, you know, a topic of conversation in my household for quite some time now. 
Uh, and I remember when uh, Andre gave the keynote at TabConf last year and he announced NOS, he announced NBD as being a thing, right? He said, we have an open source arm, it's NBD. And um, here's all the stuff we're working on, you know, hosted channels, uh, Noster being one of them, right? Like one of the little topics were I think like six of them and no one cared, but I remember at that time I was like, I wanted him to explain all of these different things that they were working on, right? And Nostra was something that I was like, wait a second. So like, it's like social media, but with Bitcoin, right? Um, and it really, it really caught my eye. And I think it caught a lot of people's attention when Jack Dorsey tweeted about it. But already before that, I knew what Nostra was. There was just no like practical way to use it uh, before people started developing clients. Right. Now, you recently wrote an article about Noster in Forbes, and I want you to tell me a little bit, give me the background on that article. Tell me about why you decided to write it and what the reception was like from the Noster and Bitcoin community. Totally. Um, I mean, I was given this amazing opportunity to become a Forbes contributor recently out of the blue, and obviously I took it. I have a lot to say around Bitcoin and Noster for people who aren't technical, uh, like myself, right? And I think it's important to communicate to those folks, uh, just as important as it is to communicate to other builders in the space, right? Um, so I recently put this article out, How to Earn Bitcoin and Join the Creator Economy with Noster. Uh, the reason I wrote this article as my first article was because I'm constantly talking to normal people in LA where I live uh, who are creators of different kinds. And a lot of them are my friends. A lot of them are acquaintances. A lot of them I meet on the street, to be honest. Everyone here is a creative, right? And I've been talking a lot about Noster because it makes sense for creators, right? It makes sense for them to use Noster. I've earned money on Noster for posting random stuff, right? My random thoughts, random pictures. And I can't even imagine what Noster would look like if, you know, content creators and influencers and musicians and painters and photographers flocked over and started putting their work out into the world. Uh, if my picture of my little dog gets me a uh, hundred thousand sats, then what is, you know, what is Kylie Jenner's post going to be, right? How many sets is that going to earn? Um, and so when I sell Noster, sell Noster to people that I meet, uh, I'm always trying to understand what it is that they care about the most when I'm talking about it, right? I can talk about the fact that it's decentralized. No one cares. They don't know what that means. I can talk about the fact that censorship resistant. That's useful to some people. But to most, they're like, I don't really care. You know, don't really care. You talk about the fact that you can use multiple apps, they don't really care. But as soon as they say that you can earn money and you don't have to, you know, you don't have to engage in like adult content at all, then that's when everyone's eyes light up. They're like, wait a second, you can just, what do you mean? And so then I show them zapping and it's very clear, you know, what, what just happened there, right? Uh, and I wanted to communicate that to the world, I wanted more people to understand how simple it is. And also, 
you know, what the value add to anyone's life could be, right? So I wanted to make, write an article that would be really easy to read for anyone, really easy for anyone to relate to, and really get the point across that you don't have to be an influencer or someone with a huge following to make real life money on Noster at all. You know, I have 1600 followers on Noster. It's not a big deal. I'm no one, you know, but I'm still earning money. So who cares at the end of the day, right? Um, that was a long-winded way to say, you know, I just wanted to show people how they could earn money on, on Noster. That's it. Well, that's really powerful. And I think it's important also, as you mentioned, that these people don't have to have massive, you know, newsletter followings. They don't have to be, you know, have a million subscribers on YouTube to start earning money. It's like you can earn it from day one. And, um, you know, this kind of leads into my next question here. I want to, I want to understand whether or not you think this Noster kind of like sat stacking will morph into more of like a full-time gig for people who really care about creating content on Noster. Because as we've seen with other, you know, other tools you can use to earn money in the past, they've often started out as little side hobby things, you know, oh, it's cute. You can earn five bucks, 10 bucks a month. You, you get maybe, maybe in Substack's early days, there were, you know, creators doing it as a fun side hobby. And now it's like real mainstream journalists are, you know, stepping away from their full-time high paying jobs, starting a Substack, and, you know, earning hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars, real, you know, real money. Um, I, I want to understand if you think that is something that will happen on Noster and what is the path to, towards getting there? Absolutely. I do see that as the future of Noster. There's no question about it. Uh, in terms of the path forward, right? It's not going to happen overnight and it's not going to happen if there aren't clients that are easy to use for normal people who are used to using Instagram. They're used to using TikTok, Twitter, et cetera. Honestly, even the younger generation, they're just used to using Instagram and TikTok for the, and Snapchat for the most part, right? So building for a younger audience is really important, I think, uh, for a, a lot of developers who are who are building these clients, right? Uh, because those are those are the content creators. That's where like the majority of content creators exist, right? Um, and there is, you know, an older generation for sure as well. But I do think that if you want something to explode, build for the generation that's like really pushing uh, technology and innovation forward. Build for the generation that uh, is definitely, uh, you know, in need of economic support, right? Younger folks, they're having a hard time getting jobs. Unemployment is on the rise. Um, inflation is on the rise. Everything's crazy. And so it's really hard to earn money as a young person today. Um, what better way than to, you know, already, you're already on social media, just post a picture and you can earn some money potentially, right? Uh, so I think that's really important, building very user-friendly interfaces that I could introduce a, one of my girlfriends to who has you know, nothing to do with tech or any of this stuff. Um, I also think what's gonna be increasingly important is for there to be a variety of content on Nostra that's interesting. Right now, a lot of people are mostly talking about Bitcoin and Nostra and how cool Bitcoin and Nostra you know, are together. And that's awesome and I love it. But there needs to be uh, broader conversations. There needs to be more just general life pictures or hobbies that people have. Or, you know, I like posting uh, 
links to my favorite songs or pictures of my dog, which I talked about in my article, right? And so I think it's gonna be increasingly important for the folks who are already on Nostra to foster this like creative, uh, this creative space where like creators are incentivized to put their, to put their work out, right? Um, I think that's gonna be a really big part of it. And then another one is obviously any companies that are building Nostra tools, it's like totally your responsibility to market the heck out of that, right? Um, introduce Nostra to new audiences. Post on Instagram about Nostra, post on Twitter about Nostra, post on Snapchat, all of these other platforms about Nostra because, you know, if you just talk about Nostra on Nostra, it's not gonna leave the ecosystem. It's not gonna leave that echo chamber. So it's gonna be increasingly important to just get the word out on other platforms, even if you don't agree with those platforms rules, right? You're trying to create freedom technology will help free everyone, right? Everyone that's using all these alternatives. How, how do you think about discovery on Nostr? How do you, you know, you mentioned you have 1600 followers on Nostr, may not be big in terms of Twitter or Instagram follower numbers, but I think that's pretty big for Nostr right now. Um, you know, what what's your advice for being discovered for someone who is just starting out on Nostr today? Everyone on uh, Nostr right now, I think can agree that there's a discovery issue that exists at the moment. Luckily, there's a bunch of people working on it, so I'm not super worried about it at the time. Um, but the, the major thing that I recommend for discoverability is to use hashtags. Like people actually use hashtags on Nostr. And if you're using a client like Primal, for example, which right now is a web client, if you're using a, a client like Primal, then you can actually save hashtag searches and like make those feeds of your own on your homepage. So you can follow certain hashtags uh, that you like or that you're, you know, you, you want to follow along a certain topic or you're even posting about that topic, right? Uh, I, I recommend keeping up with like the trending hashtags, uh, any sort of, uh, you know, live activities that are happening on Nostr, like there's Zapathons, there's Artster, where, you know, they have different art themes that people can like post their, their creations about. It, it's super cool. There's a ton of interactive stuff, but hashtags are being used by a ton of folks on Nostr to, to discover new content. So I definitely recommend that. I also recommend following a ton of people. Just follow everyone. Like this isn't, the, the beautiful thing about Nostr is that it's not about ego. It's not like a popularity contest. It's truly just about like communicating and, you know, communicating with people that are like-minded and, and sharing your ideas. And it's, it's a really positive place. It, it feels very different than Instagram or Twitter or, you know, the legacy social platforms that exist. So I recommend following a ton of people commenting on their posts and saying, Hey, I'm new here. Everyone will welcome you with a hug and a follow and especially if you're posting content that is new and fresh and exciting. So I would say it, it's pretty easy at this point to uh, get recognition. And then also just post every day, post consistently, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be anything crazy. Like a picture of a flower is nice too. Yeah. Now, you know, I'm interested in hearing about the types of content that you think resonate most on Nostr. Is that different from the stuff that resonates on Twitter. Because I found myself, when I first started playing around with Nostr, I found myself thinking, what am I supposed to share here? And I, I just defaulted to, you know, I'll share whatever I'm sharing on Twitter and I'll just share it on Nostr too. 
but I, I would love to hear your thoughts on whether or not you see different niches forming, whether or not certain content does better on Twitter or Noster. What's your view? Okay, so I see Noster as like, you know, there's there's different personas for each social platform, right? It's like LinkedIn is your most like buttoned up professional self. And um, and then Snapchat is like you're rolling out of bed and, you know, you're barely have barely eyes open. And um, I think Twitter is a little bit more news heavy, right? It's uh, let me see what's going on in the world and in my industry or whatever. It's more focused on news and information, right? So I, I think it's naturally a little, a little bit more fake, if you will. On Noster, so far, it's it's the most authentic sort of uh, platform that I've ever experienced, right? I think everyone is fine being a little messy. Everyone's fine being themselves and sharing a little bit more than they would on Twitter or any other platform where it feels a little bit more, you know, buttoned up and, you know, fits in a little box. Um, people are just more themselves there. So I think, you know, <laughs> unfiltered pictures, um, long posts about whatever you want, uh, just being yourself. I don't know if that's good advice, but being yourself seems to resonate the most with folks because everyone on Noster is trying to get away from you know, all of the uh, the fakeness from all of the legacy platforms, right? They're, they're bored of it. They're bored of all of the algorithms. They're bored of uh, all of the, you know, fake marketing speak that people use constantly. And they want something real. They want real connections with real people. And I think if you just present yourself as being you, I think people will just naturally resonate with that, right? I don't filter anything that I say on Noster. I post terrible, blurry pictures all the time. No one cares. Everyone's just like hanging out and loves that we're all sharing a little little bits of our lives. That's good advice. Just be yourself. Um, I want to get into the tools you're using on Noster. So again, for someone who's brand new, who is just learning about Noster, or maybe knows what Noster is, but has not tried it themselves, uh, what what are the different tools you need to get started? And so this could be Nostra clients on on mobile, on desktop, uh, the wallet you're connecting to. What tools are you using today? Yeah, so it's tough because the speed at which development is happening, it's development is just happening so fast that you know next week I already know that there's going to be you know additional tools that are available, and I wish to talk about it, but I can't. Um, but Right now, I, uh, I'm using ZBD as my daily driver. And I know that, you know, everyone's used to ZBD as being a lightning wallet for gamers for some reason. It's always been my primary lightning wallet. And honestly, like the only one that I use very confidently and that I can recommend confidently to newcomers to the space. Uh, just because it is beautiful. You can log in with Google, which I know a lot of people are going to say, oh, wow, I can't believe you're recommending that. But you have to understand you're talking to people who are used to uh, those user flows. It is much easier, much lower barrier to entry than, you know, uh, saving your private key somewhere, right? It's, it's For Lightning, I don't think it makes sense. And for small amounts, I don't think it makes sense. So uh, I recommend using the ZBD wallet and 
Nostra client, which is actually inside of the app. Do you use any other client on desktop or are you mostly using Nostra on, on mobile? I do use Primal, like only Primal on desktop. Primal is the fastest web client that exists. Uh, I've had the pleasure of working directly with the Primal team and they're fantastic. They really know what they're doing and they're passionate about freedom technology. So I definitely recommend uh, checking it out. It is a little tricky though, if you are not used to browser extensions or uh, you're, you're not used to like alternative ways of signing in because you do have to use uh, the Albi or NOS2x browser extensions in order to sign into Primal. So I wouldn't recommend it uh, right now as like your your main thing if you're you're not super uh, technically inclined, but there is a, a tutorial on how to set that up on Primal's homepage. Uh, so if you're curious about Primal, uh, you can you can read everything on Nostra now there, or you know you can do the, a little bit of extra legwork and get the Albi extension and sign in and actually experience the full thing, which is really beautiful. It's a really wonderful experience. Very cool. So now you've been using Nostr to stack sats for how many months now? I think the stat stacking, the zapping functionality has only been live for, I want to say four months or so. Is that roughly correct? Yeah. I mean, I have been, I have been stacking sats on Nostr since day one then. Um, it's, it's been really cool. I remember when zaps were introduced and everyone started zapping and we recently crossed a million set or a million zaps, a million zaps. Yeah. <laughs> and like many millions and millions of sats zapped. That was very difficult to say. Um, so yeah, it's been quite a while. So in the last like four months or so, as you've been writing, you've been sharing pictures, you've been just being yourself. Can you give a rough estimate of like how many sats you stacked? for folks who are considering, you know, joining Nostr and trying to st sat stacks and stack sats themselves. Stack sats, yeah, it's hard to say. Um, <laughs> I've actually, so we were just talking about this earlier, but Nostr Band says that I've earned over um, 500,000 sats or something. That's actually not accurate because I've definitely earned over a million sats on Nostr over the past few months, uh, just from like also contributions that I've received like privately um, and like directly to my lightning address because you know your your nip5 and your lightning address can be the same so people will just send me sats like for for whatever right now that they can discover who I am so it's definitely well over a million at this point which is pretty crazy considering i put very little effort into it that's wild i mean it's it's like hundreds of dollars in a matter of months which I think for a lot of people is like a, a meaningful boost to, you know, income or just extra spending money. It's, it's, it's real money. It's not like, this isn't like five cents, 10 cents. It's like you, you were, you know, legitimately earning money from posting on Nostra, which I think is really cool. I have uh, friends that I recently onboarded onto Nostra. They love getting zapped, uh, but they've actually gone through the entire flow of getting zapped on Nostra for a picture or a thought that they posted. And then, you know, they, they have their Zebedee wallet already there and they just immediately receive those sets in their ZBD wallet and they're able to immediately cash it out via cash app and sell their sets and buy KFC or in and out or whatever with it 
Um, my friends will send a picture and be like, I just got KFC from Noster, right? And it's crazy. I think that's crazy. They posted a thought and they got lunch. Like you can't do that anywhere else. That's really amazing. Cause I mean, even on, even using something like YouTube where YouTube does pay some creators, you have to be a large enough creator. You have to wait till you hit a certain threshold of views and subscribers. Then you have to wait another 30 days after the month ends for YouTube to send you your first check. Then you have to go cash it. Then you have to, you know, then you take your money from your bank and you go buy your KFC. But here it's like, this can happen in seconds. I mean, it, the turnaround time is insane. And that I think is really powerful too, you know, that you can just, you can post something at 10 AM and buy your lunch an hour later. It happens in seconds and you also get to keep 99.9% .9 of it, right? 99% of it. There's little tiny uh, rounding fees or whatever transaction fees. It's so negligible that you actually like, this is the only platform that actually gives you all of the earnings that you deserve. Like you earned this money and it's yours to keep. I think that's insane. Considering that Substack takes 10%, OnlyFans takes 20%, which is crazy. Um, and Twitter, I think takes another 10 to 15 or something like that. All of every single uh, social platform that exists that you know allows creators to monetize their content takes over 10% of your earnings. That's wild to me. Well, it's, you know, Nostra takes maybe 1%. And it's not even Nostra. It depends on the wallet that you use. Right. Yeah, that's, it's a game changer. Now, I want to talk about, to finish this off, some advice for, you know, newcomers who have listened to this. They're now excited about earning on Nostra. What would you be doing differently if you were to step back to February when they first introduced Zaps? and tried to optimize your account to stack sats. Would you be taking any different approaches? Would you be creating different types of content? Um, what would you be doing four months ago if you could go back? Wow, that's a very interesting question. Um, so I don't know if I would do anything differently personally because I'm not in the business of creating, I'm not in the business of being a content creator at all. I just happen to post stuff and earn sats, but if my intention is to make money on this platform, which I think, you know, it should be a lot of people's intentions. Um, and that's totally fine. I would definitely post way more just throughout the day because every post is an opportunity to earn, which is completely different than any other platform, right? On most platforms, it's about likes and it's probably better that you don't post that much. But every post is an opportunity to earn something on Noster. So just post more uh post more interesting different content there there are not that many artists there are not that many photographers there are not that many musicians there if you are a creator of literally any kind you will stand out uh so post the stuff that you're super into way more often and add hashtags right let people discover you let people find out who you are be like quite aggressive about that and follow a ton of people who share your interests and promote each other, right? It's kind of like how uh, content creators started out on Instagram and on Twitter in the early days, right? You'd kind of get together and form different, you know, ways to create content together, like the Artster movement, right? There's uh, one person who's leading that and then he's getting all of the, the Nostra art community involved, right? 
get the broader community involved in more of those activations. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat today. Uh, this was awesome to hear your kind of understanding of Noster develop and your, your usage of Noster turn into real sats for you. I think that's really cool. Um, where can listeners go to learn more about you and follow along with you? Totally. Well, you can follow me on Noster first and foremost. Um, my end pub, which is basically a username uh, that you can search, uh, or NIP5, which is a username that you can search, is the original BHD at zbd.gg. You can follow me there, or you can also send me lightning tips to that lightning address. Thank you again for the time. This was a lot of fun, and uh, keep on stacking stats. Thank you so much, Kevin.